This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3374 for Thursday, the 8th of July 2021. Today's show is entitled, Why I Love the MacBook Mid 2010. It is hosted by Swift 110 and is about 24 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I talk about the upgrades I made to the machine and how it's benefited me since I got it. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, this is Swift 110, and this evening, I've decided to talk about my MacBook. I got this MacBook sometime in the fall of 2020, and I've grown rather fond of it since then. This MacBook is from 2010, it was given to me for free. And I'm very grateful to have it. Thank you for giving me this wonderful machine. Why do I like this machine so much? What excites me about it? Well, I mentioned it's a MacBook from the year 2010. And I know, I know, you may be in your mind thinking, oh my God, this thing is 11 years old, it's a doggone dinosaur, it can't be very useful. But let me assure you that it is. It's very, very useful. You see, I was able to make some very good upgrades to this particular machine that brought it from the Stone Age to the age of technology, to the modern day era. (laughs) The Stone Age to the modern day era, I think would be a better way to put that. You see, this particular machine initially came with either two or four gigs of RAM. I came to find out, thanks to everymac.com, that this particular machine can take up to 16 gigs of RAM. Now think about that for a minute. I went from 4 gigs of RAM to 16 gigs of RAM. It's pretty doggone nice, right? Now, when you think in terms of my X201, I actually have two of them. But the X201 machine made by Lenovo is one of the ThinkPads X-Series, obviously. That particular laptop can take a maximum of 8 gigs of RAM. 
and it came out a year after this particular MacBook did. Now you may be asking yourself, hold up, something doesn't sound right. You mean you were able to upgrade an older Apple product more than a slightly newer Lenovo product. Doesn't that seem backwards? Well, yeah. Could be a little confusing. You would think that I'd be able to upgrade the X201 to 16 and maybe the MacBook to 8. After all, Apple has the reputation, especially now, of making their products more disposable than ever. That's the reputation they've gained. Now, I've happened to know, I've happened to have owned multiple Apple products over the years. The iPad 3 that I had since April of 2012. I kept that device for about nine years before it finally died completely. The reason it died was it fell pretty bad, messed up the software, and it would take a lot of money to diagnose the issue and bring it back to normal, which I'm not investing hundreds of dollars into a device that is nine years old. It doesn't make sense, especially when that wouldn't necessarily guarantee that I solved the problem and I have a device that's fully functional. It would still be an iPad 3. It would still have the limitations of the iPad 3 and the limited use in 2021 of an iPad 3. Something to think about. But I probably will be able to read build my iPod Classic with a 160 gig hard drive. I might be able to rebuild that device. We'll see what I do with that later, perhaps. But my point, I digress, of course. The device that is the star of the show for this evening is this MacBook 2010. Went up to 16 gigs of RAM. DDR3, thank God. Because if it was DDR2, my God, that would have been some garbage. Because of how expensive DDR2 RAM is. DDR3 is fine. DDR4 would have been fine. <clears throat> but DDR4 wasn't around when this came out. So DDR3 would have been, yeah. So... Basically, having this much RAM in this older machine is really, really nice. Now, let's talk about the CPU. The so-called, you know, part of the brains of the bunch. Part of it. Because it resides on the motherboard, which is the actual, as you guessed, motherboard. You know, the headed operation, as the term goes. 
the CPU, which is a component on the motherboard, in this case solder to it, not modular, like um, some of the ThinkPads. <laughs> so it's kind of funny how the RAM is upgradable, but not the CPU. Whereas my I, whereas with my X201, I can upgrade the CPU from an i5 to an i7. Get the point? I can supercharge the CPU, but not the RAM. Alright, I digress again. This MacBook Pro, mm, not MacBook Pro, it's MacBook. So please let's not confuse this MacBook with the MacBook Pro. The MacBook is white made of polycarbonate plastic whereas the MacBook Pro has that aluminum build okay so there's differences between the two and I don't feel like getting into that right now so okay we talk about the CPU this has a Core 2 Duo CPU alright I can dig it with 16 gigs of RAM Something else that I upgraded in this particular machine was the hard drive. Ooh. I went from a traditional spinning disk to a solid state drive. Now, when you add a solid state drive to any machine, it gives it an extra charge as the term goes. It makes it faster because there are no moving parts in an SSD. It's less friction, therefore less heat. One less component in this machine that's going to really contribute to the heat. Something else about an SSD is that they're lighter in weight than a hard drive is. They're way faster. So it's pretty much going to turbocharge the machine. The other upgrade I did was more on the software side of things. And that I went from El Capitan that was on here before up, 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 up and away to Catalina. Thanks to DOS Dude. There was a patcher available for this particular operating system. I was able to install it. It took forever because my internet at the time was extremely slow. But I got it. My golly gosh, I got it. It was worth the effort. Because after many hours... And wondering if the thing was going to work at the end of it all. I had a fully running MacBook running Catalina. Fully upgraded. To the best of its ability. I've done all that I could do. And so I really 
appreciated upgrading this particular machine. Now, since I've gotten this machine, I've gotten more acquainted to using macOS. I've gotten more acquainted to it. You know, you know me, I come from a background of using Linux 90-something percent of the time. You know, so using macOS X is some learning to do. Have to get used to doing things just a little different. Now, the good thing about this still being a Unix system <clears throat> is that there are similarities to Linux. For example, there's a terminal. And in the terminal, I can run certain commands, just like I do in Linux. I can even install some very familiar programs that I normally have in Linux. But you know what I use this machine for? Most importantly at this point, I use it for Zoom. <clears throat> yes, you heard me right. I use it for Zoom. And I love it. Absolutely love it. The experience is just what I want. Now, I'd be lying if I said that I'd be able to do those crazy uh, special effects and whatnot. No. But I'm on Zoom a lot. Virtually every day I'm on Zoom. It's how I communicate with family and friends. And I really appreciate it. It's proven to be quite the lifeline with this whole foolishness that's been going on around us for over a year now. This machine, because of running Zoom on it, has helped me to cope with living in a time of a pandemic. I'm grateful for it. Getting it for free makes it even sweeter because I only spent money on RAM. I spent money on a new SSD. Did I pay for the OS? No. I spent on a RAM and I paid for the SSD. That's it. Unless you want to be tacky and say that I needed to buy a adapter, display port to HDMI so I could plug it to my TV. But you get the picture. It's a very nice device. Despite its age. Right now. I'm actually looking at the screen. I have Steam up. <clears throat> and I've actually played some games on here. 
Prestige. Not bad, right? Yeah, I understand. It's not the fastest CPU in the world. It does have some extra help by having the SSD and having all that RAM in there. So now the CPU is the bottleneck here. But you know what? It does everything I needed to do just fine. I actually like this machine so much. I've gotten comfortable using Mac OS X to the point where I'm considering getting another machine made by Apple. Very likely it will, well, I can guarantee it will be a used device that I don't intend on paying more than a few hundred dollars for. But I have confidence it would be a very nice device. And the year that I get it will be a very good year. But you know, when it comes to 2020, already I can say, it was a very good year. Why? Because that's when I got this laptop. So, I'm grateful. It definitely is, it's definitely, definitely being used all the time. I use this machine a lot. And loving it. I'm actually looking into upgrading the Wi-Fi card that's presently in it. And that's something else I like about this machine. The Wi-Fi card on my network, the Wi-Fi is twice as fast on this MacBook than it is on my T420. But that's because the T420 has a Wi-Fi card in it that is some garbage. And, um... Much like certain certain characters in the show in Living Color from the early 90s. Hated it. Yeah, that's right. Hated it. So I'm in the process of upgrading that. But that will be the subject of yet another audio recording that I will be making on here. Well, that about does it. I have rambled long enough about why I love this machine so much. And it's ironic that I'm speaking so highly of this machine because it's made by Apple. And if you know anything about me, if you know anything about my blog, you know there's times that I have written article posts about it. Sad but true. You know, I haven't always had nice things to say about the Apple company. And frankly, I still have some issues with the company itself. But I can't deny it. 
but I can't deny it. <laughs> they make some good stuff. When they put their heads to it, they get it done. And I got to respect for it. I got to respect that. You know? So, I spoke about my blog. The link is going to be made available. But you can go to Swift 110 at WordPress.com. Better yet, don't take my word for it. Let me go ahead and look it up. Um, yeah. So, swift110.wordpress.com. Swift, like the bird, or like you run fast. You are swift. There's a bird called the Swift. S-W-I-F-T. And the number after that is 110. You have a dot. WordPress. Dot com. Put that in, tap that enter button, and you have articles written by me. Lots and lots of stuff that I've written since August of 2011. Yeah, it's been almost 10 years I've been at this blogging thing. And I'm so glad I did. I don't blog so much. Anymore these days in text form. I'm active on Telegram quite a bit. I'm active on IRC. And so I think what I used to probably write in my blog post is now written on either IRC, Telegram, or both. So if you want to reach, speaking of Telegram, if you want to reach my telegram group it's called for the nerds so check us out for the nerds on telegram and when you stop by let me know that you came from this audio post on hacker public radio that would be kind of cool i'm curious to see um how many people this can bring to our little community there the goal there is, I guess you can say, is somewhere where individuals who love technology can come together, share ideas, and just relax. It's a safe space, as you will, where there's no profanity. We're not discussing politics. The goal is to keep it positive. There's a mutual interest there. We talk about science and technology, primarily. And there's other banter that goes on. That's cool. But all in all, very nice. So please come see us. If you want to come see me on IRC, well, for now, I have a presence on Freenode for the Nerds with two... Two of those um, pound signs. And then for the nerds on Freenode. But you're better off going to a server known as Libera. There's been this controversy. The whole Freenode issue. And 
I'm kind of done with it. Let's call the whole thing off at this point. Because I don't have time for drama. I have built a positive community over the past seven, going on eight years. And I'm not willing to uh, have some fighting among other folks and politics. Mess that up. So Libera is going to be where it's at. <clears throat> I do also have a dis Discord. So feel free to hit me up and if you want to connect any of those means and any comments you may have, feel free to share them. Alright, well, that's about all I have for this evening. I hope you all have a fantastic night. Stay healthy, safe. All in all, I wish you the best. Until next time, it's been Swift 110. Take it easy. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.